I am quite literally drinking my first coffee of the day. So we're all gonna see my brain turn on about halfway through this episode. So bear with me until we get there. I just waited 30 minutes at a Starbucks, 30 minutes. I pull up, right? It was a drive-through. I pull up and I see a line. I'm like, oh, okay. I used to work at Starbucks. Lines normally, you know, go pretty quick. So I'm sitting in the line and it's been about five minutes. Line hasn't moved, which should have been my first red flag. And I just kept sitting in it. I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. Maybe the person in front had like a really long order and they're just kind of struggling to catch up. Like, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Um, 10 minutes pass, still haven't moved. At this point I should have left, <laughs> but I stayed cause I'm loyal and I only had money on my Starbucks card, not on my Dunkin' card. So I wanted to get Starbucks. So a car pulls up behind me and now I'm kind of trapped. Now I like can't leave. There's nothing that I could do. So now I have to stay in the line and eventually the line starts moving and I get a little glimpse of hope because there's like two cars that just kind of blow through the line. I'm like, awesome, we're moving now. So then 15 minutes pass, 20 minutes pass, um, 25 minutes pass, and then it's finally my turn to order. And I'm like, oh, thank God. So I order my drink like literally in 10 seconds. I knew what I wanted. I'm like, here's what I want. And they're like, oh, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that's it. And I waited here for 25 minutes. So the car in front of me is at the window for like an extra five minutes waiting for like a sandwich or something. I don't even know. Like I, I used to work at Starbucks, so I know it doesn't take this long to make a coffee and a sandwich. Uh, and after pulling out of the drive-thru line, I saw that there were no cars in the parking lot. So I don't know what the fuck was going on in there today, but I literally waited 30 minutes for a coffee that I'm gonna finish in about 10 seconds. So I'm savoring it because I waited a long ass time for her. So I'm gonna make her last. I woke up pretty late today. Right now it's currently 1.40 and I am recording this episode. I woke up at noon today because I need a lot of sleep. Okay, I need a lot of sleep to be able to function as a human being. I had a head injury when I was a kid and I just require a lot of sleep to feel rested. That's just kind of how my body works. Jackson was roasting the shit out of me for it today because mind you, I did go to bed at like one. Okay, but I go to bed at one like every single day. And when I wake up for work, I normally wake up around eight. So that gives me about seven hours of sleep on the daily. Not terrible, that's what the, that's close to the recommended average. But in order for me to function and feel like a sane, awake human being, I need at least like 10 hours of sleep, at least. Which is probably on me that my sleep schedule starts, like where I go to bed at at least 1 a.m. Uh, I do take responsibility for that, why I feel so tired all the time. But if it's my day off, I feel like I could sleep in and not get harassed. I feel like it should be fine. Jackson, if you're listening to this, I love you and I'm sorry, but come on, man, it's my day off. I'm cleaning the apartment. I can sleep in a little bit, it's okay. You like the rattling of my ice? Delicious. I haven't gotten Starbucks in a really long time, so drinking this is kind of weird. <clears throat> I'm kind of like acquired to Dunkin' now. I've uh, I've made the transition, I know. Unbelievable, but it's better for my wallet. And honestly, it kind of tastes a little better too. So whatever. Those of you in the Apex scene, I have some exciting news. Um, those of you that are not in the Apex scene, I'm so sorry, you can skip like ahead a few minutes, but 
I am so close to diamond. I can literally smell it. My goal for the season was to hit diamond and I'm almost at diamond and I still have like 45 days left in the fucking ranked split. So currently I am halfway through plat two. So I'm almost plat one. And then after that is diamond. And I'm so excited. The people that I've been playing with uh, lately, one of them already hit diamond. The other one is like literally 200 away from diamond. So I'm over here clearly not as good as them. Since I've been playing with them, I've been improving a lot, but they're masters players. So they have a higher skill gap. There, there's definitely a disconnect there, but I can keep up with them. And honestly, I, I think that we do pretty good um, as a team, but they were already kind of a level ahead of me in terms of ranked. I think when we all started playing, I was plat four and they were all like plat three, almost plat two. So they, they've always kind of had that edge on me, but one of them hit diamond, the other one's about to hit diamond. So now both of them are grinding on alt accounts to try to get them up to, I think gold, cause you need to be in gold to play with plat players. So they're trying to get them all the way up to gold. So that way they don't like lose RP while trying to get me to diamond because when we're all diamond, well, even with just one person a diamond, we're all in pred lobbies, so it's scary. So um, they're trying not to damage their shit until we're all in diamond, and then that way we all kind of feel the effects of the negative RP. So they are on alt accounts, but it's very exciting that I am already almost at my goal and we still have 45 days left in the split, I think 70 days left in the season, so. That's awesome. Uh, I remember just a few months ago, I was grinding so hard just to get to plat. And I had friends that couldn't believe that I could ever get out of gold. So it's kind of cool to see where I'm at now. But going off of that, I was going through a whole bunch of clips that I've been taking when I've been playing Apex. So I have like a clipping software that I use whenever I play and it collects like knockdowns, eliminations, stuff like that. Uh, because I wanted to compile them to put together a montage for YouTube. And when this clipping software takes clips, it takes them from like a minute surrounding the actual event. That way you can catch like if you're chasing this person for over a minute or anything that's going on. So when it does that, it makes a lot of like unnecessary clips, especially if you have just like a string of events that happens, it's gonna come out in like four different clips. So that takes up a lot of storage space. So my computer's been filling up with a whole bunch of clips and I needed to go through and get rid of them. So yesterday I watched probably close to like 150 clips until my mother called and I just closed the software because I knew I was gonna be talking to her on the phone for a minute. But I went through a whole bunch of them, starting with the oldest. And I realized that, like I said, I've been improving a lot in the past few months. So the first few clips, that I had already kind of put into the editing software to start the montage that I was so proud of at the time, uh, I, I deleted them. I deleted them because I was watching them back. And like I said, at the time, I was super proud of them, but watching them back, like nothing's happening. Nothing's going on in these clips. I think I damaged someone for like, I hit someone with 10 damage and I knock them and I'm like, oh my God, I got a kill. Like I didn't do anything, Brie. You stole that fucking kill from somebody. That was not you. So I'm watching all these clips and I'm deleting all of them. And I'm just thinking like, wow, by the time I'm opening the editing software again to look at the montage, like 80% of the clips that I already put in there, the software's gonna be like, I can't find these clips anymore. I don't, they're all corrupted. I don't know where these files went. So love that for me. But it's also kind of cool to see 
just the time frame because those clips are only like a month and a half old to compared to now where i could just quite literally see the improvement in in my skill level and it's just mind-boggling to me i don't know it was something that i wanted to say that i found really cool yesterday because i de i deleted like i said i watched about 150 clips i deleted probably 100 of them because i started with the oldest and not all of the clips are great. Like I said, some of them are kind of duplicates where something will happen the first minute and then it'll be like a string of events and it'll make like four different clips off of it. But it was it was cool to see that improvement. And I guess that's also why it's translated into my rank and why I am plat two for the first time ever in my life. So that's pretty cool. And I made some new friends out of it. And yeah, I'm pretty grateful for that. Maybe one of the first people to wish you happy December. We're in December now. I don't know who the fuck is holding the fast forward button on the click remote from the movie Click, but can you can you maybe put it back in play? Uh, this year has flown by. I don't even know what has happened this past month. This whole past month has been like such a blur for me. It's been super crazy. Uh, a lot of streams unfortunately had to be canceled because of just things going on in my personal life. Uh, Jackson and I hit three years and now we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with our living situation because a new management company bought our apartment complex and they are jacking our rent up like another thousand dollars. So now we're trying to save for a house, but houses are so expensive in Florida. So now we're talking about moving to another state. I don't really know what's going on, but this year in itself has been crazy. And I really hope that at some point, um, you know, everything kind of goes back to at least a new form of normal because it seems like ever since 2019, nothing has been okay. And it's very stressful and I'm very overwhelmed. And I don't think I've ever had such a high level of anxiety just to wake up every day and be like, oh, well, what's happening today? Or how much am I gonna have to spend on lunch today? This coffee that I bought, this little medium 16 ounce coffee was $7. I didn't even get anything crazy. I literally just got a latte. I literally just got a latte. Like there isn't even flavor in here. It's just a grande ice latte. $6.47. Starbucks, that is a fucking ripoff. Like I, thankfully I had money on my card. And I just kind of used that because it was sitting there forever and I haven't gone to Starbucks in almost a year. But what the fuck? What the fuck? Why is everything so expensive? And especially down in South Florida, like it's ridiculous. Um, the fact that my apartment complex, okay. So across the street is luxury apartments, brand new. They've been there for maybe, maybe like four years, like brand spanking new, super nice high quality, high end in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, but they're luxury apartments. So they're asking, I think for this exact apartment, like the floor plan, not the way that it looks, but this floor plan over there, I think goes for like 25 a month. Tell me why the management company that just bought my apartment complex is trying to rent out my apartment for $3,000, not including utilities. $3,000 a month, not luxury, no utilities in there, $3,000 a month. Is that not robbery? Is that not robbery? I'm not even like in a good area. Like I'm not in the hood, but I'm not in 
the high end of the high end. Like I'm literally at the crossroads of where it starts getting into a not so good area. And they're trying to, they're trying to charge $3,000 a month. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like it's literally this management company that just looked across the street and was like, wow. That's not the building that we bought, but it's the building that we could have. When it's not because my apartment complex was built in the fucking 80s, but whatever, it's besides the point. And now I'm gonna have to go through just the headache of renovations again, because my apartment was fully renovated when I moved in. I moved in a year and a half ago. My apartment was fully renovated. And now this new management company's over here being like, oh, well, we're gonna redo your cabinets that were literally just fucking put in before I moved in. We're gonna redo your cabinets and we're gonna redo that roof and we're gonna redo all this shit. I'm like, why? Leave me alone. Everybody leave me alone. Like I wanna live in a house so bad just so I don't have to deal with the horror of coming home to strange people in my apartment. I hate that feeling. Uh, the place that I used to live at would always do that to me with no notice, which they're supposed to give you at least 24 hours written notice, written on your fucking door, written that they're gonna be coming into your apartment. And I would just come home to strange men in my apartment with my doors wide fucking open. Like my bedroom door would be wide open with all of my electronics just out for people on the street to look at. Like that is terrifying. Why, who in their right mind thought that that was a good idea? Like I was quite literally, my building was on the street. So somebody driving by could look straight into my bedroom with both doors open. I hated it. I hated it. And now I have to deal with that shit again? Like, what the fuck? Like, I told you guys the story of when I was coming home to this apartment one day, I like just went shopping for a whole bunch of uh, outfits for an interview. And I literally come up the stairs, lock the door, walk to my bedroom. So this takes maybe 20 seconds. Walk to my bedroom and I hear a knock on my door. And I'm like, that's weird. Maybe it wasn't for my apartment. Maybe it was for like another apartment. It was just a really loud knock and I could hear it through mine. So I ignore it. Another minute passes and they knock on my door again. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm still in the bedroom. I check my ring. Thank God I have a ring. And there's this man in a white t-shirt, no tools, no nothing, no marking on his shirt or anything, just standing at my door knocking. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking answer the door for you. Like he didn't have a clipboard or anything. And one of the big telltale signs of the management uh, maintenance people is they always drive around a golf cart. I could not see a golf cart anywhere on my ring. So I'm like, this is a strange man knocking on my door. I'm not gonna fucking answer. I literally just got home, which means that he followed me up my stairs to knock on my door. That's terrifying. So I just ignore it. I pretend that I'm not home or whatever that I didn't hear it. He eventually leaves and I'm like texting Jackson. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, can you hop on the ring and talk to this guy? But Jackson was in a meeting, so he didn't see any of it. He was like, I'm sorry, I didn't see it. If it happens again, like, let me know and I'll hop on the ring immediately. Like, call me next time. And I was like, okay. So nothing happens the rest of that day. Uh, the next day, nothing happens. And then I think like another day, he comes by again when I'm home. And he's knocking, still like no marking, no clipboard, no tools, no nothing. And he's knocking on my door. I'm like, this is weird. Like, why is this person knocking on my door? And Jackson hops on the ring late. He doesn't catch the guy. And 
and eventually I get a call from my complex being like, hey, there's somebody that's been trying to get into your apartment. I'm like, I fucking know that, that's terrifying. Who's this person trying to get into my apartment? And they're like, oh, uh, remember when we came by like a few months ago to see if you had a leak somewhere? I'm like, yeah, and I had a fucking leak and you guys never fixed it, you just left it for two months. They're like, yeah, well, uh, this guy's here to fix it. I'm like, well, where's, where's the notice? Cause I'm not gonna let this fucking guy in if I don't know who he is, especially with an unmarked shirt, no tools, no nothing. Like that's how people get fucking murdered. Like I'm not gonna let this guy into my apartment. And they were like, oh, well, he's with us. I'm like, okay, well, you need to let me know next time. Like, you can't just send random people to my door, especially 30 seconds after I walk in. Like, that's scary. That's so scary. Thankfully, it got resolved. But like, what the fuck? Like, I just, I can't stand living in apartments and stuff like that anymore like i just i'm so ready to be in a house away from people like i don't even care at this point if i'm the person that has to front all the maintenance costs or whatever like i just i can't stand the idea of people invading my privacy like that and especially because you hear so many stories my phone i don't know what's going on with my phone lately where one of my twitter accounts keeps getting these like news alerts where every single day i don't even follow a news station on one of my twitter accounts like the one that keeps getting these notifications but every single day i get at least five notifications of just sad or scary shit that is happening in my area and i hate it like i i can't stand to only see that negative the negative notifications and i know that that's one thing that is just really harmful for my generation and the generations after me is we are so exposed to social media and quick news outlets and quick false information outlets where we we've grown up seeing so much negativity like other generations um i remember studying this in college so many other generations that didn't have this access to social media or the internet or anything like that they wouldn't get overwhelming amounts of negative news stories. But my generation, like we had 9-11, we have all these school shootings, we have all these things that are just constantly shoved in our face where we don't really see any like happy stories where a cat was saved out of a tree or a kid was saved from a burning building. Like we don't see that shit anymore. It's only just, oh, the house burned down but there were, there were two survivors. Like they focus on the negativity. And I hate that media outlets do that now to just grab our attention with negative stories. Like it's very harmful to our mental health. And that's why so many people have mental health issues right now because they're just constantly being fed negative information and it's damaging. It's very damaging. I don't even know why I got on this topic. I'm just so distraught over it apparently. It was something that was kind of boiling in my soul and I just let it out. I wanted to talk about happy shit today. I wanted to talk about how, how like my favorite holiday gift story. Like that's what I wanted to talk about. And here I am talking about people in my apartment. Hey, it's getting cold out there. You know, the temperature's dropping. I was just in North Carolina and it was a balmy 40 degrees. That's cold for me as a native Floridian. But if it's cold where you are, then you should check out our merch store at blindedbysilence.com. We have some really nice quality hoodies and crewnecks that are so soft. I honestly live in my blinded crewneck. But if you go to blindedbysilence.com and use code podcast, that is P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you will save 10% off your hoodie or crewneck or hat 
all proceeds support my stream and my content, so I really appreciate you guys taking the time to check it out. But go to the website. Okay, bye. So let's transition into the happy stuff now. <laughs> Um, since the holidays are coming up, I don't really know what to get for people. I was talking to Jackson yesterday because I don't have too many people to shop for this year, but Jackson's one of them. And he's the type of person where if he wants something himself, he'll buy it. And he hates asking for things. So I was talking to him yesterday because I've been begging him for a list of just like stuff that he could possibly want. Like it doesn't have to be super specific. It could just be like, oh, I need um, new socks or I need shorts or I want this book, just stuff like that. So I kind of have something to go off of because the last two years that I've had to shop for him, he gave me absolutely nothing. So I just kind of had to remember shit throughout the year being like, oh, well, he likes this. He wants this. He needs this. So this year, um, yes, I've been paying attention, but it's also the sort of stuff that if he talks about it, he's already bought it for himself. So I asked him for a list and he's not giving me one. And he finally yesterday comes up with a list of things to give to his parents. And he sent the list to me as well being like, here's what I sent to my parents, but they're gonna get all of it. So don't buy anything on this list. And I'm like, so why the fuck did you send me the list? Like, what am I, <laughs> what am I to do with this information that you sent me that I can't use? So I was talking to him about it last night when he was falling asleep and he was like, you know, I don't really like making Christmas lists. I'm like, okay, fair. Like, yeah, I get it. They're kind of annoying. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't like making Christmas lists because then everybody buys everything off the Christmas list. And then I already know what I'm getting. So this year, I want it to be more of a surprise where people buy things for me that I didn't really ask for, that people just kind of took the time to think about me and buy me gifts that either reminded them of me or things that they thought that I would like. Like that's that's what I want for Christmas. And at the time I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what to get you. Like, why, why would you say that? But now that I've kind of digested it a little bit, I think that that is such a sweet and sentimental thing because the same thing happened to me last year. Like I'm very grateful, don't get me wrong. Um, but I made a list of about like 10 things. And between his parents and my parents and my friends, just about everything was bought off of that list. So I knew going into the holidays, like what I, what I was getting. And it, yes, it was nice because they were things that I wanted and that I needed. But at the same time, it kind of ruined that element of surprise, I guess, with gift giving, where it's like, you know, when you do get a gift for somebody, you're thinking of them and you're like, well, they would really like this. Or I saw this and I, I know that they need this and that they would use this and that they would love this. And I am excited to see what I can come up with this year to get him for the holidays. But at the time I was really mad. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I don't even know what to get you for the holidays. And now you're over here like, I'm gonna be ominous and I'm not gonna make a list. And I was like, all right, you just, you just can't think of anything. So you don't wanna put it on a list. But I think it's also very special. So we'll see what I can come up with and I will keep you posted. Jackson kind of listens to the podcast, so I don't think I'm gonna be telling you what I get him until probably after the holidays, just in case, because I don't want him to spoil anything for himself, because he's really bad about doing that. I am like one of the worst liars, and I hate holding gift secrets. Like I can hold any other secret, but if it is somehow correlated to a gift, I cannot keep my mouth shut. I don't know what it is. So, every single year for the holidays and for his birthday and for everything, he always plays a little game with me where he's like, oh, 
if I can guess one of your gifts, um, then you can guess one of yours. And I, I hate that shit because like, I want to know what people got me, but at the same time, I want to be surprised. And he's the same way where like, he, he just really wants to know. <laughs> So every single year he's able to guess like 90% of the things that I get him. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Like now you know what you're gonna be opening. So I don't know, I'm mad about that because every single year he spoils his gifts for himself and I can't hold any secrets. There's one story when I was thinking about this podcast topic that kind of came to mind about my favorite gift that I've ever received for the holidays because it's not something that you would think would be like this super sentimental gift because the same exact year I got something that kind of changed my life forever, but it wasn't my favorite Christmas gift, which is like ironic. I don't know. So the year is 2012, Christmas of 2012. And I'm opening all my presents, you know, super excited, having my little Christmas time with my family because my Christmases are usually really short. I used to go spend the holidays with my entire like immediate and extended family, but some shit kind of went down family-wise that I'm not really gonna talk about. So instead of having a Christmas of about 25 people, I now have a Christmas of three. And every year when I was a kid, my Christmas would quite literally last about 10 minutes. We would wake up, my dad would make coffee, we'd open all the gifts in the living room, minus a Christmas tree, and then we just kind of go about our day. It was just like another day. So I'm opening all my gifts and I open this one gift that I wasn't expecting to get, but I was super excited once I realized what it was. So I open this thing that is probably about two feet by two feet, all kind of folded up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, did my parents literally just get me a box? Like, what? what is this? I have to assemble a box? So I finally open up the wrapping and I see what looks like the hips of a person kind of painted on some cardboard. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? So I flip it over and immediately I'm stared at by Louis Tomlinson of One Direction's head. Like his head is just looking at me. I'm like, what the fuck did my parents buy me? Like, did they literally shrink wrap Louis and send him to me? Like, this is kind of scary. So I'm looking at my parents, I'm like, what the fuck did you get me? Like, what is this? And they look at me and they're like, that is a life size cutout of Louis Tomlinson from One Direction. And when I tell you, I was quite literally screaming, crying, jumping off all the walls. I was. Um, tell me why my favorite gift ever, my entire childhood, was a piece of cardboard that was made to look like Louis Tomlinson from One Direction. Why is that my favorite Christmas gift? I think he is still standing in my childhood bedroom. Like, I think I still have that cardboard cut out. I'm not even lying to you. I think that it is still there to this day. Um, but anyways, the <laughs> that was my favorite gift that I got. So there I am like screaming, jumping, freaking out. And my parents always hold the best gift for last. And they hand over the gift. And I'm already sitting there like, I don't even care about anything else. Like I'm so excited with my piece of cardboard that I just don't, I just don't want to open anything. Like I'm content. I'm content stopping right then and there. I don't need anything else. And my parents are very insistent on me opening this gift. So I open it and it's a Toshiba laptop. My first ever laptop. 
And I look at it and I'm like, oh cool, like a laptop, like that's exciting. Uh, because I already had a computer, but the computer that I had was like a very old Dell from like 2001. And this thing was on its dying breath, but I was still on it just about every day watching YouTube. So I just kind of set the laptop aside. Like it was a cool gift, whatever. I was more excited about my cardboard. And a little backstory on why my parents got me a laptop. Like I said, my computer was already on its dying breath, but I also just started watching YouTube. So I was watching Sky Does Minecraft. I was watching PewDiePie in his early days. Uh, Smosh, those those kind of people. I was watching a lot of gaming and just comedy stuff. So with watching PewDiePie, that was around the time when Slenderman became like a very popular creepypasta. So the game came out and this was before I was on Steam or anything like that. I don't even think Slenderman was on Steam. But I remember I found one of my mom's old, old, old work laptops that was running like Windows Vista or something like really fucking old something. And I downloaded Slenderman on her laptop and I was playing it and just like freaking out with this super laggy horror game. And I'm pretty sure I downloaded a virus onto her laptop, which is probably why she got me my own. Cause she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you download a, a virus on this laptop that I use twice a year? But I downloaded Slenderman and I was like playing it. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out like how to beat the game. My mom was getting frustrated that I kept trying to use her laptop. So that's why my parents got me the laptop for Christmas. And I was more excited over a piece of cardboard than I was the laptop. That laptop's the one that I always talk about. The first computer that I like actually killed because I never turned it off and the casing melted and everything. Uh, because that's the computer that my parents eventually bought me Minecraft on. I think either later that day, Christmas day, or a few days later, they ended up buying me my Minecraft account and the rest is kind of history from there in terms of gaming. But that was also the laptop that kind of got me started into content creation because I started recording some YouTube videos on that laptop that I have posted on my current um, YouTube account that have since been privated. They're now privated, but they're on there. And it's kind of cool to see just the quality how crunchy the quality is where I would record with like Bandicam because I didn't have any recording software. This was before like OBS was a very common thing and all these other recording softwares. So I don't know. Do you have a gift that was your like favorite holiday gift of all time? Maybe it's something that you gave someone else and you just saw their reaction and it became your favorite gift giving memory. Let me know because I love hearing stories like this and I hope that you enjoyed hearing mine. I do have some exciting news. Hopefully by this time next week, so by December 9th, I will have all of these uploaded. I'm gonna be having a little limited edition merch section on the website, blindedbysilence.com. That's where you can find all of our merch. I'm gonna do like a little holiday sort of thing. Um, I already kind of have a design in the works. I'm just trying to get the the thread colors to work because I, I made something that I really, really like, but some of the parts are really small. So the AI isn't grabbing the colors in the correct spot. So I'm trying to fix that right now, 
but I believe that I'm just gonna have like a shirt, a hat, and maybe like one other thing up there um, for like a little limited edition holiday special. I'm gonna be posting all of that by this time next week. So keep your eyes peeled on all of my social medias. They're gonna be linked down in the description of the podcast. If you want to listen to more podcast episodes when they first drop, be sure to follow this podcast on your favorite listening application. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Subscribe, there's gonna be some Apex montages coming out soon. I need to work on them. I hope to have the first one out by the end of the year so you guys can see some of those cool clips. If you wanna check out my Twitch, that is also linked down below. My schedule is gonna be shifting soon, but I still stream every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv forward slash blinded by silence. But you can still use code podcast for 10% off your entire order at blindedbysilence.com for any of our merch stuff. We do have a podcast selection now where you can go and look at all the Silent Thoughts podcast merch. I wanna wrap up this podcast by thanking all of you for listening throughout this entire year. I really appreciate you all taking the time to listen to the episodes and support me in any way that you can. It really means a lot to me. And I'm excited to see what next year brings. I'm not like saying this like, I'm not gonna have another episode out before the end of the year. There will definitely be another episode out before the end of the year. But I do just wanna thank you since Spotify Rap just came out and I don't know if there's one for podcasts, but I'm gonna find out after I finish recording here. But I do appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to listen and for being here. And I hope you all have a safe holiday season and I will catch you soon. Bye.